Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to this iteration of Faster Than a Stand-Up. I'm Brent Lamide. Joining me today as part of our mega series on agility and DevOps is Teresa Kramer, Director of Agile Operations at SAP Concur, and Jesse Barchan, Senior Director of DevOps Enablement at SAP Concur. Hello, friends. Hello. So this iteration, we're going to talk about how there's an overlap between agility and DevOps, and maybe talk about some of the things that we covered in the last iteration, where we're talking about risk mitigation, complex systems thinking, and experimentation. Jesse, where's the overlap? Plenty, plenty of overlap, in my opinion. And I'm curious to hear your Teresa's thoughts on these as well. Um, but let's start with uh, systems thinking first. So to me, um, Agile and, and DevOps are both working to improve uh, you know, customer value and experiment and iterate. And we'll I know we'll talk about experimentation too. Um, they take a little bit different means of, of doing so, um, but ultimately they share the goal of, of, of you know, increasing the value uh, and that requires, you know, looking across uh, all the system um, and in a non-deterministic system, which simply means that, you know, as we give input A, we can't always expect output B. Um, you have to basically, uh, you know, learn and try and, and adjust and, and continuously sort of improve. And, and I think that sort of goes to the, the heart of Agile and, and DevOps, um, which is there's not gonna be a single way to get what we want in these complicated and complex systems. Uh, so we have to try out things. Okay, Teresa, where's the overlap? Adding to what Jesse said, the, um, I think the, the biggest um, overlap is acknowledging that we don't know everything up front and that continual learning and the um, empirical nature of both. Okay. So what, you're telling me that I don't know everything? Come on. What's up with that? I thought that's why we're here is to share all the knowledge that we have, which is everything. Well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, we don't know everything. Um, in particular, where we're in a um, industry where um, we're not able to calculate how, um, for instance, how quickly concrete dries, right? So traditional project management methodologies work well inside of um, more known systems. This is very much not a known system. A lot of it is exploratory. We're building things for the first time. We don't know how people are gonna respond to them. Um, and, you know, the more that we can uh, learn quickly in those cycles, the less, we, the less time we waste and more the uh, value we can get out to people and, and back into the business. Talk about, Jesse, talk about the 
let's talk about the experimentation piece, right? Mm -hmm. Where do we, where do we gain value and how is it that experimentation between agility and DevOps, how they play off each other or how they uh, play well together? Yeah. So, I, so I think uh, experimentation as, as noted is, is, the only way we can really cope with uh, not knowing or not having all the answers um, in a complex system, right? And I would say, or, or even venture that Agile and DevOps are, are a little bit on the opposite sides of the coins, right? So experimentation in creating new features, uh, things of that nature on the Agile side to ultimately determine you know, what's the right uh, um, customer, uh, you know, what's gonna have the bigger uptake in terms of whatever the customer value is. Um, and then on the, on the DevOps side, there's a lot of techniques to help enable that, right? So those are on the feature side, things like um, blue-green deployments where, where, you know, we can um, swap um, between uh, different environments, that are, are basically built the same way with adding, you know, one added added feature as an easy way to, to uh, reduce downtime uh, to more, you know, sort of customer centric features where we're gonna do like A-B testing, where we're gonna release this feature to a given uh, set of population to see how it works. So it, so there, there are ways um, from a feature delivery uh, and continuous delivery perspective to, to test out those ideas from a, a technical perspective. Um, the other type of, of experimentation from the more ops driven side is, you know, related to things that start to make our behaviors more resilient and proactive. Uh, so, you know, if we're running this service at, at scale, uh, we do not know all the ways that system can fail. So, if we um, proactively run uh, experiments, such as using game days to test failures, you know, things out of the uh, chaos engineering threads, that gives us a way to experiment uh, upon the resiliency of our system. And um, again, you know, these systems are not knowable. Uh, and so we have no ways of being sure that uh, we can make it more safer without uh, experimenting. Okay. So th that's how I'd say so the DevOps enables both the feature side as well as the you know, resilience of our systems. Okay, Teresa, thoughts? No, I don't think I have anything to add there. So I'll, I'll throw something out as a, the execution of the piece. So there will be development teams that will do A-B testing and they won't think of it as DevOps. They'll think of it as, I'm just doing this thing where it's, you know, it's A-B testing. They're, they don't go, oh, well, that's DevOps. Or teams that uh, will add feature flags as an example, right? So it allows them to turn on and off a feature set just by flipping some code. Is there more to it than that? I mean, is, is that really what it boils down to where we could say, yes, that's a thing and we're, we're doing DevOps? You know, I think that's where DevOps as, as a term is um, reached a point where just like agile in some ways, it's 
there's so much branding around it at this point that um, it can be confusing. And, mm -hmm. and it's more about the culture and the mindset about how those are used and whether they're, you know, actually improving the outcomes than it is about calling someone doing DevOps. And it sort of reminds me of, of you know, are we, you know, agile in name only or are we actually, you know, being agile, right? Yeah. Right. Um, so what, if I saw somebody doing a feature flag, would I say they, they're doing DevOps? Maybe. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I think it's, it's more about what are the capabilities? What are the outcomes? What are the, you know, bottlenecks and problems we're trying to solve? And um, are we learning? ultimately from those experiences. So, you know, just as with anything, uh, any technique, things can be done poorly. And, you know, you could have feature flags and not really think to uh, maintain them to the point where you have, you know, a catalog of thousands of feature flags and you're not really using them to test out stuff. And um, that becomes a, a lot big of bloated code. Loaded yeah, code. I've seen feature flags used in teams that uh, were front end versus back end. So the front end was done. We used our feature flag, but the back end wasn't done. And we're going to turn all of our feature flags once the back end's done. Like that's mm -hmm. kind of missing the missing the point. Missing the point, right? So, <laughs> so sh short answer, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I like short answers. Short answers fit within fifteen minutes. It's all no. good. What other things are we would we talk about on how Agile and DevOps overlap? I think we talked through the systems thinking aspect and we talked a little bit about the experimentation. Um, I think the feedback loops are at least the second way of DevOps. And I know I'm coming from the DevOps perspective going to Agile, but I, you know, we, can, we can go the other way as well, is an interesting topic. Uh, I think another misconception in the DevOps world about feedback loops is that they are simply alerts or notifications. And really there are chances, you know, to learn something, to, you know, see an indicator, but then also, you know, apply our thinking on top, the loop aspect of whether that is how that, you know, reinforcing um, or changing um, sort of that positive or negative aspect, the system at large. So, so for example, you know, we might be getting um, a, a notification that, um, you know, your, your, your drive, your, your, uh, your storage is, is getting close to being full. Great. So we're, we're going to, you know, probably take an action and, and create more space. But we probably need to understand from a, a, a bigger perspective, you know, how how are we managing managing that that storage? What's adding to it? What are those, you know, why are we getting close to it? Uh, and think that through and say, is this going to be a problem for us as we scale to you know, three x or five x, and start thinking about that before that that event occurs where we actually you know, exceed that threshold, exceed that notification and put us in a situation where, oh crap, you know, if I'm in my own data center, I need to order more storage. If I'm in a cloud 
company, I may really need to rethink and re-architect or refactor, right? And those are, so, so it's, it's um, feedback loops are not just, you know, notifications, they're what we do about it as part of that sort of retro and that goes back to that collaboration aspect. Okay. Teresa, talk to me about collaboration between agile teams and DevOps teams. Oh, <laughs> that's a good question. Starting to get into, you know, team topologies. I mean, ideally the agile teams would be the DevOps team, right? And own their uh, pipeline from beginning to end. Um, I think in a lot of organizations, um, that's definitely an evolution where you can start getting the DevOps team closer to the engineering team and, um, you know, getting them collaborating together more would be a step toward that. I know in a lot of organizations, they have a hard time with the um, policies that they've put in place. And again, it's part of the system problem that we create for engineering teams um, where there needs to be a separation of duties or some other justification for keeping those those things separate um, but i would say the most effective teams that i've seen uh, own everything from beginning to end have, have we hit everything for overlaps or do we need to talk about it a little more because we're almost at time i would say that the other piece that stands out to me, and we mentioned this in, I think, the previous episode, is, is the culture aspects and the way that uh, the culture influences the success of the teams. So I think yep. that comes to when we start talking about psychological safety, yes? Mm -hmm. Question mark, question mark, question mark. Okay. Exclamation point, exclamation yes. point. Yes, <laughs> there you go. So that's not the next episode. The next episode is gonna be talking about gaps between Agile and DevOps. So there's your teaser for the next one. Until the next iteration, I'm Brent. I'm Teresa. And Jesse. Until the next iteration, you can give us a rating at your podcast provider. Reach out to us by mail at info at fasterthanstandup.com or you can find us on Twitter at Faster Standup. Thanks for listening. And that was Faster Than Standup. The opinions on this podcast are solely those of the participants and not of their employers.